You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com, and emailing us at Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. Welcome to Nowhere California Presents, our conversation from the 2016 Stanley Comic-Con with Brian Johnson. Hey everybody, this is Josh, and this is another conversation from our coverage of the 2016 Stanley Comic-Con that took place in L.A. And in this installment, depending on which order you listen to these interviews, uh, we are rounding out our conversations with the guys from AMC's Combo Book Men by talking to Brian Johnson. Like I said about Ming and Mike, and I'm going to say it again about Brian, it was an absolute pleasure talking to all these guys. Everybody in the Nowhere California team had their geeking out moment during the Comic-Con. Nick geeked out, meaning uh, John Paragon. Phil got his geeking out moment by checking out the Pinking the Brain panel. And Doug got his geeking out by meeting uh, Barb from Stranger Things. For me, interviewing these three guys from Comic Book Men was my geeking out moment. And during this conversation, we get to touch base with Brian about working at the stash and just things in general. And then also, too, we get to kind of rehash a picture from the old West Coast stash days, which was an absolute blast. And then also, too, we got to recreate the picture during the con. Anyways, that's about it for my talking and everything. Let's get to that conversation with Brian Johnson. This is an insane privilege to talk to Brian Johnson right now from Comic Book Man, all the Kevin Smith movies, and a certain picture I gave you a flashback on a couple moments ago. Yeah. I couldn't help but notice when you guys were talking to Mike and Ming, the recorder was not turned on. No, was, was, was that on purpose? <laughs> for them, it's on purpose. Right. <laughs> um, how's the con been so far for you? Uh, we've only been here three hours, but so far so good. We have a pretty girl at our booth this time, and that's normally not the case. So usually I, it's Ming, right? I think that, yeah, usually Ming has to pass as the chick, and we don't do very well at cons, but now we have like a real, like authentic, like pretty girl, and we seem to be doing better. <laughs> Um, how has been the life post on uh, the right now with all the just six seasons now? Six seasons. Yeah. yeah. And uh, from everything I've known about you through like the Kevin Smith movies and all the interviews and everything, you seem like the type of person to be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing now, Kevin? Um, you mean when we first started? Yeah, when you first started. A lot of times, like, especially in, like, the this sort of industry, they're like, hey, we should do this, and then never works out. So that's what, kind of what I thought. Like, after we shot the sizzle reel, which is, like, sort of like a, a pilot almost, like an yeah. unairable, like, 10 to 12-minute pilot, I thought, like, all right, well, we'll do that, and that'll be pretty cool. But it getting to, like, actually be a show, I doubt it. So, but then we got the first season. And then after the first season did well, and they're like, yeah, we want to do a second season. And they're like, every year it's kind of like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. Yeah. That they want to keep doing it. But, like, by now you're just kind of like, like, personally, I'm like, well, I hope we do it again. Yeah. Just because it's it's fun to do. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the way this this podcast kind of snowballed for us is from this podcast and then going to him, telling him, like, do you want to 
try this. Right. <laughs> and it, it just snowballed from there. We started going to conventions. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really up for anything because I don't, I'm not qualified to do anything. So whatever comes along, I'm usually okay with. Like, sure, why not? Let's do that. Kind of the way Kevin got you to manage the West Stash. Yeah. He's like, you want to come out and do it? I'm like, sure, why not? Like, yeah. what else am I going to do? I tried to go there as much as possible. I did have a couple opportunities to meet you there. And you signed a vulgar poster for me with don't let Dave bang you, he's huge. <laughs> I guess he was a worker there and everything. <laughs> and I gotta let you know, like... Oh yeah, I remember Dave. Yeah. <laughs> every time I've had people like see that poster, like different girlfriends and everything, they always see that poster going like, what the fuck's up? And then they question you, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like... You have to re-explain it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know the Kevin Smith movies and everything, and you give them the whole rundown, they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, with the different fan interactions and everything, what has been kind of your, like, I guess, favorite fan interaction and then one where you're like, I need more therapy just to get away from that thought? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of my favorite. I don't, I don't know that I do have any favorites or, or any, yeah, they all kind of sort of blend into one another and, yeah, I don't, re I really, honestly, I don't like, like, when people are like, you're awesome, because I don't, I don't know what to say to that. Same here. Um, yeah. I get different uh, critiques and everything about the podcast or different things I do, and they're like, oh, God, I can't believe you're doing this, because before I've done this, I'd be the guy in the back of the room going, like, don't talk to me, I'm just here, and then yeah. I jumped on the podcast and everything, and I'm like... I make conventions, and I'm, like, and I'm like, I still consider like the stuff I do crap and stupid. <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah, it's weird. Um, how was it jumping from like behind the counter and the Kim Smith movies to podcasting with like Tell Him Steve, Dave, and the combo and uh, podcasting? Uh, uh, Puck, you know, Puck nuts. Puck nuts. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I like. I mean, honestly, I like podcasting better than doing the show, yeah. the TV show, because you can say whatever you want on a podcast, oh, yeah, exactly. and there's no censors there to say you can't say this, you can't say that. And you know, I get to do it with Walt and Quinn from Impractical Jokers. So for me, that's that's like your like free time. Doing the podcast is is like school when you have recess, and then the show is like the rest of the day which is more structured and everything. Uh, that being said, the show is still fun to do because, I mean, you're getting paid to make fun of those guys and you're getting paid to make fun of the stuff that comes in. And I still can say anything I want, but like 90% of it never makes it to air. I remember on, uh, it was, I think it was one early uh, podcast that you and Walt were on, leading, like, I think it was like either first or second season where they were talking about how you were wearing different shirts just to piss off producers. Well, no, th what happened was the second season we had different producers. Yeah. And they... Uh, they wanted to make it more like an antique road show. Well, they wanted to change the show. Like, they wanted to basically change the, the heart of the show. Yeah. And normally I would wear any shirt I wanted, but, you know, it was like five shirts six shirts maybe and they were like well this season for editing purposes could you just wear like maybe four shirts then it became three shirts and then like eventually the night before we're supposed to shoot they said can you just wear one shirt and I said but that doesn't make any sense that I would wear one shirt every day for the entire summer yeah. and they said yeah but for editing and blah 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 and like they didn't want to let up on it so <coughs> so I made a shirt that had a dick and balls in the middle, two lightning bolts on the side, and it said dick magnet underneath, and then like crop topped it so my gut was hanging out, and I brought it in the next morning, and I said, this is the one shirt I want to wear all season. And the guy was like, just wear whatever you want. Like, like day one already, he's annoyed. But that's the beauty of doing it and doing it with
with Kevin is because I know for a fact if they call Kevin, they're like, this is what he's doing. He's just going to be like, let him do what he wants. Because that's always been his philosophy. Like, to the point where those same producers one time, I wanted to do something. I knew they would say no. It would cost too much money. So I wrote a note to Kevin as sort of a preemptive strike. Like, I'm going to ask for this. These guys are going to say no. So when they say no, can you just sort of like back us up? He doesn't even respond to me. He forwards the entire email to the producers and just writes, let Brian Walt do whatever they want. <laughs> and and that's, that's sort of the way the show runs. Yeah. So it's awesome to have yeah, him there. He's yeah. always in your corner. And that's awesome. And that's the reason, like, the Smodcast is the main reason we even started this. Like, Kevin Sims personally is like our main and the way he treats everybody and the creative mining is just the reason I try to do everything what? I can yeah. to get to that point. I guess on the flip point of that sentiment, since Walt isn't here, do you have any comments you'd like to make about Walt? Walt? Uh, I wish he was not afraid to fly. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I, the only comment I can make about him, otherwise he's awesome. Yeah, he seems like that type of person where you love him, but also too when you get on his bad side too, and just like, yeah, calm down. Well, it, it's hard to get on Walt's good side. I, you know, I've, I've known him since fifth grade, so yeah. I've had a while to uh, to to uh, get into his good graces. You know, I've known him since I was nine. So uh, yeah, but to to. It's hard to get on his bad side. Yeah, he's he, most people are just on his indifferent, like Middle like the, the sea of indifference that's between like "fuck off, I don't like you" and "hey, you're my friend." That's awesome, man. Um, basically, I guess uh, to wrap everything up, uh, I want to thank you so much, Ryan, for talking sure. to us. It's been an honor. Where can we find you online? Online, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, TomSteveDave.com. Tom Tom yeah. yeah. But that wouldn't lead you to the podcast, so I guess, yeah, smodcast.com? Okay. Yeah, or, yeah, or just Google, tell them Steve Dave, you'll find something. Okay. And <laughs> I'm, not, I'm horrible at self-promotion. No, I'm horrible. <laughs> and as I told uh, Ming and uh, Mike, this is an absolute honor to ask this particular question to you because Nowhere California has a particular end question we'd like to ask everybody. And from to get the answer from the writer-director of Bulger, the clown movie where the clown wears lingerie. Right. <laughs> Brian Johnson, what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? What the fuck movie moment? Oh boy. Um, you have to. I mean, the older you get, the older you get. Yeah, the more movies you have to like mentally like scroll through to. Uh, I mean, I honestly like one of the first things that comes to mind is like the opening shot of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. When the bottle is jammed in the lady's face, oh, the hooker's face, and it, that movie starts out with like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> like, that's a good answer. Oh, that is an awesome answer, man. Thank you so much yeah, for talking about us. You got it. Thank you.